Sirus number Sirus is Jonas responsible the Saka family. We're up to the ninth bracha of the Amida, the bracha of Borech Aleinu. What we've mentioned, while it's true for all the brachas of the Amida, all of Tfila is an exercise in Amuna. All of davening is an exercise in humility and the recognition that the Rebona Shalom is the answer. He's the one we rely on, the one we turn to, the one who is the solution to any or all of our problems. And that's true from the beginning. Each of the brachas, he is the answer, he is the solution. But Baruch Aleinu perhaps stands out most among them because we are most vulnerable and susceptible to mistakenly think, it's my ingenuity, it's my creativity, it's my effort. And that's why this bracha comes to remind us, Baruch Aleinu Hashem Elokeinu. No, any parnasa, any income, any livelihood, any material success that we get, it's Baruch Aleinu, it's because of the bracha of... Hashem Elokeinu. It's only because the Ribbon Shalom gives it, the Ribbon Shalom grants it. Which means all of our efforts to earn that livelihood, because ultimately He is the one who grants it and gives it, have to be within His approval. It has to meet His approval. If we try to bend corners, if we try to cut, if we try to be corrupt or dishonest, if we earn a livelihood and a living in ways that wouldn't, Ribbon Shalom wouldn't approve, then we're mistaken, that we're making a, a grave mistake. The Kolbal mentions this because the Kolbal points out that Baruch Aleinu begins with the letter Bez. And the Bracha concludes, Baruch HaTashem, Avarech HaShanim, ends with the letter Mem. Torah Shebechsav begins with the letter Bez, Parashas Baralukim, we read it fairly recently. And Torah Shebaapem, Misachas Brachas, begins with the letter Mem, Me'emasai. So, says the Kolbo, the Baruch of Baruch Aleinu begins with the Beis and ends with the Mem, because if we're committed to Torah Sheba and Torah Sheba if Torah is our guide, if Torah, the ethics of earning a living, if Torah is our guide, if Torah is what we are accountable to, if our faith and our Muna Bitochet is in the Ribbon that He's the one who provides and He gives what we need, then we'll earn a living in a just way, and that is built in. The importance of Torah being the compass the first question we're asked when we get upstairs, were we honest in our business dealings? Which can be read in one of two ways. It means, did we have integrity and were we honest when we did business? But it also means, did our business reflect the measure of our amuna? The Mephoshim point out, somebody who's dishonest in business, it's not only a violation, if you cut corners, you cheat, if you market in an exaggerated way, if you're ruthless in your business dealings, you haven't just violated interpersonal relationships with other people. It's not just bin Adam l'chavero. It is a gross and egregious violation bin Adam l'makom. Why? What do you do to Hashem if you cut corners? The answer is, if you have faith, if you have trust in Hashem that He provides and He provides what we need, then you'd never cheat or be dishonest. Every act of cutting a corner, every act of dishonesty is itself a demonstration of kfira. It's a lack of faith that Hashem is the one who's in charge, the one who's in control. So the question that we're asked when we get upstairs, the Gemara in Shabbos, Hashem says, did you do your business dealings in good faith? It means both, tarti mashma. It means, did you, were you faithful in your business dealings? Was your word your bond? Were you trustworthy? Did you have integrity? But it also means, did the business dealings reflect the amuna that you have? That you do take your initiative, you do your ishtadlis, and then you let go, let God. After the ishtadlis, we realize that Hashem is the one who provides, we can work, all day, 23 hour days, 23 and 59 minute hour, you gotta dive in, you gotta do other things. 23 hour days. If the Rebbe Shalom wants you to be a millionaire, you'll be a millionaire working a reasonable time an eight hour day. 
If he doesn't want, he wants you to struggle for a living, you'll struggle after 23 hours. You can't do excessive hishtadlis, that's a lack of amuna. You can't do too little hishtadlis, that is counterfeit amuna. Person has to do a reasonable amount of hishtadlis effort, and after that realize, borech aleinu, Hashem alokeinu. You do what's reasonable, and then you let go and let Hashem, because nasat nasat ba'amuna, does our business dealings, does the attitude we bring towards business reflect the amuna that we have? Each bracha of the amida we've examined so far has a historical precedent. The Medrash tells us where the bracha originated from, what's the historical precedent. So what's the historical precedent of this bracha of Borech Aleinu? The Medrash tells us it's the story of Yitzchak. Yitzchak in his lifetime experienced a famine. And at first he thought he should follow the footsteps of his father, so Avram, his father, relocated to Mitzrayim temporarily during a famine. So Yitzchak thought, I should go too. But of course Yitzchak was different than Avram because of our Pasha. You've got to love it when Siddur snippets and the Pasha come together. Why was Yitzchak different? Because he was a Korbanola. Yitzchak was offered on the Mizbeach, the Akedah. So Yitzchak was told he can't leave Eretz Yisrael. So instead he had to stay in the land and figure out a way in Eretz Yisrael during a famine to somehow get a farm to produce. And what was the result? It was a famine. It was a horrible year agriculturally. The fields didn't produce, except for Yitzchak's field. Because he had faith in Hashem, what did his field produce? Me'asha'arim. A hundred times the expected productivity in a non-famine year. He made a hundred times what one could expect in a normal year, a non-famine year. And the measure tells us when the Malachim saw this, they said, Baruch Atah Hashem, you are the ultimate source of blessing, of livelihood that comes to this world. Kodesh Baruch you are in charge of partners. There's a famine everywhere. But Yitzchak pursued his livelihood in good faith. Hashem said, you can't go to Mitzrayim. You're a Karbanola. You can't leave the Holy Land. You're a holy person. You're a holy sacrifice. And because the Beis and the Mem, because Yitzchak earned his livelihood within the framework of Torah and Halacha and Emunah, Hashem rewarded him a hundredfold what one could have expected in a non-famine year. And the Malachim respond by making a bracha, Uwa, Hashem is in charge of Parnasa. And that's the mentality, that's the kavanah we're meant to have. Borech Aleinu, Hashem Elokeinu. Our shtadlis, we have to do our shtadlis. Can't sit at home and wait. Nobody's knocking on the door and dropping off a bag of cash. Can't sit at home and wait. You gotta work. But you have to work a reasonable amount, not an excessive amount. And then, Borech Aleinu, Hashem Elokeinu. Ultimately, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one responsible for our income in Parnassah, and therefore we have to earn it in a way that would give him Nachas Ruach, that would make him proud. The Beis and the Mem says, the Kolba Borech Aleinu, Mavarech Hashanim, with the Breshis, the Beis of Breshis, the Mem of Meimasai, Torah Shabbat and Torah Shabbat